Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, and odd banner pals, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, the podcast birthed from me telling my co-host Scott he needs to listen to something. And both of us knowing full well, not going to happen. Never. He would do the same to me. And then we both passive aggressively <laughs> ask each other how they thought of it. And ne- we both having to admit that we never listened to it. That's 100% exactly what happened every <laughs> so, single time. So we formed this show <laughs> to hold each other accountable to listen to what we want the other to listen to. Saying it that way feels like a punishment. Don't understand why we did this to each other. But we're, <laughs> we're, we're figuring it out. We're, we're, we're making headway here. I am Brand the Ghost. You already heard him, Scott. Yeah. Hello. Hey, hey. Today, I gave Scott a record. We're here to talk about it. We're here to talk yeah. about Janelle Monet's record, Dirty Computer. Yeah. God, before I get into any of this. Sure. Janelle Monet, any, I I mean, you probably could recognize her. Yeah. You, you've Pepsi probably commercial. seen her acting. I'm almost positive you've seen at least one of the big movies she was in. But Oh, okay. I Maybe I didn't know i didn't know what movie we'll get into that in the notes but okay i'm gonna gonna dive into the notes sweet much like the human league episode there's some nerd shit here yeah i first (laughs) off i recognize the nerd shit on the record okay wow that took me by surprise (laughs) and i'm down for some nerd shit background stuff okay let's start off here we go let's do it janelle monet robinson born december 1st 1985 is an American singer, songwriter, rapper, and actress. Yeah. She's received eight Grammy nominations and won a Screen Actors Guild Award and a Children's and Family Emmy Award. Whoa. She's also been honored with an ASCAP Vanguard Award as well as the Rising Star Award in 2015 and the Trailblazer of the Year Award in 2018 from Billboard's Women in Music. Wow. <laughs> so That's she, incredible. He's accomplished. At, yeah, at, for at, real. At the very top, accomplished wild her career began in 03 she released a denim a demo album called the audition so that was okay. like her first foray into music in 03 which we're actually listening to 20 year old albums from wow the- that is funny <laughs> monet did some appearances here and there she appeared on the 06 outcast album weird how this always pops up idlewild we what? that we still haven't listened to haven't listened to it <laughs> She appears on it and big boy tells his friend sean combs about janelle monet Oh. And Sean Combs signs her to Bad Boy. 
Whoa. So Big Boy's like, hey, Diddy, check this check, check out. Check this out. And he's like, I love it all. I love the style. I love the sound. She's I love amazing. Let's do it. So just prior to signing with Bad Boy in 07, she put out a conceptual EP titled Metropolis. Okay. Colon. Sweet one. Parenthetically, the chase. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot that, of grammar going on that conceptual ep peaked at number two on the u.s heat seekers charts oh wow the chart which we still don't know what it means I have no idea what it means <laughs> no idea so this metropolis ep it was originally conceived as a concept record in four parts or suites okay where they were going to be released through her website or mp3 downloading sites okay in mid-07, after signing with Bad Boy, the plans were altered following her signing, and the label gave an official and physical release to the first suite in August 08, which was retitled Metropolis, colon, The Chase Suite, parenthetically, Special Edition. Oh, man. We're going and it, crazy. And it included two new tracks on. Okay, so, and that was just the first suite? Yes. So are there actually four different I physical copies? I got notes. Oh, my bad. My bad. The EP We're... was critically claimed and earned her a Grammy nomination for Best Urban Alternative Performance for the single Many Moons. Monet toured as the opening act for No Doubt in 09. Whoa. <laughs> Weird. Okay. So here we go. Monet told MTV about the concept for her records and also discussed her alter ego in the records, Cindy Mayweather. Okay. Cindy is an android, and I love speaking about the android because they are the new, quote-unquote, other. Okay. People are afraid of the other, and I believe we're going to live in a world with androids because of technology and the way it advances. The first album she was running because she had fallen in love with a human, and she was being di disassembled for that. For falling in love with a human? Yes, as an okay. android. As an android. Monet then released The Arch Android, the second and third suites together okay so she put the second and third suites of this concept record into her first full length okay so it's like the first one was an ep yes and then the second and third one were basically eps but she put them together to make a full length yes got it story-wise sydney mayweather becomes a messianic figure to the android community of metropolis so that's what happens in these two in the suites. second and third suites yes gotcha okay Monet announced plans to shoot a video for every song. Oh, wow. And put them together into a film. I was going to say, did it make a movie? Do a graphic novel. Oh, geez. And have a touring Broadway musical based on the album. Wow, that would be cool. <laughs> okay, here we go. There's Here's three quick things. They made me chuckle. If really quick in sequential order, these are kind of fun. Okay. In 2010, Monet said she's a believer and a proponent of time travel. Okay. In 2011, Monet featured as a guest vocalist on Fun's single, We Are Young. Did she? Yeah, she did. And then in 2012, she was chosen as CoverGirl's new spokeswoman. Amazing. And that uh, is three she things is in a row. She's just, just knocking it out of the park. Wild. I love that fun track. <laughs> I did too. And now that, I'm trying to remember. the first big one, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I'm trying to remember the female vocal part. I can't remember it now. I, I couldn't tell you. Man, what a what a great track. Actually, I think that record is on the list for you. Okay. I know that track. That track's awesome. Yeah, it was a banger. That that single was all over the place for the yeah. longest. 
So Monet released her second album, The Electric Lady, on September 6, 2013, the fourth and fifth installments of the Metropolis concept series. So she extended it. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, she extended it for the album Electric Lady. The album debuted at number five on the Billboard 200. I'm going to skip. She formed her own record. Imp- Listen, she does so. She has so much She's like shit that it's hard to get all of it. But she formed her own imprint and released an EP with her own imprint and like her own acts. Man. She then starred in the movies Moonlight. I don't know Moonlight. Moonlight won Best Picture. It was uh, Marshall oh, in it. I remember hearing that it won Best Picture, yeah. and I think I wanted to watch it. Never got around to it, though. And then Hidden Figures, which was I... about the NASA women. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. But Man, again, I, I could have sworn you would have seen at least Hidden Figures. I almost did. Uh, it's worth but it. Then, but both of them are good watches. I think Lucas watched it at school. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, damn, I wanted to watch that like like a family movie night yeah. uh and then we just never did because he already watched it yeah it's good i need, I need to go and watch it. moonlight's really good too it's just okay. they're, they're two very different movies though that's for sure right. <laughs> right so we move on to here dirty computer is the third studio album okay from janelle monet yeah released april 27th my birthday 2018 hey by her imprint as well as bad boy as well as atlantic so she's just everybody's putting it out she's either signed her life away to these record companies or they all want a piece of her right who knows that's what it is they all want a piece they know what's going on they're waiting on the broadway musical (laughs) the feature film yeah so before we circle back around to dirty computer let's get into what was going on in music sure yeah let's do it other records released i gotta remember when we're doing records kind of post let's say 2015 yeah. There are so many releases. There's a ton. Yeah. I spent most of my morning just going through the this list of releases. I think there <laughs> the number was over 1400 albums put out in April. Oh my god. 1400 releases wow. in April. Yeah, sort by popularity. I don't even know what you were listening to. I got some things here, Scott. Maybe one of them hits. To, 2018? Yes, 2018. Where was I in 2018? Oh, man. On April 5th, we have the record Care For Me by Saba. No. Nope. No, you only got into that Saba record recently. Yeah, like two years ago? Yes. I believe I think, two, yeah, two that was three years super, ago. It was super good. On April 6th, Cardi B put out Invasion of Privacy, a very polarizing record. Not, I'd never listened to it. Very polarizing record. She, she never appealed to me. I love when she raps. I mm-hmm. she I, as a person she makes me laugh. Was that the one that won the Grammy for best hip hop record and <laughs> wasn't hip hop and lost and Mac Miller lost out to it? Uh maybe it is a hip hop record though. Cardi B record is a hip hop record, right? But the, I think there was discussion about how like doesn't she sing all over it too? I mean, yeah, but she's also fucking right. rapping. <laughs> I get it. I think that was one of the arguments though. Okay, and I think I think it did beat out Mac Miller. Okay, for the for the Grammy for hip hop, and yeah, it was sure something like people mad about it. It was like Nipsey, shoot, who was it? There was a ton of like rap rap albums. Yeah, I think it. I think it was. It was it the year Kendrick was in it too. I don't think it was Kendrick. Oh no, because Kendrick was beat out by uh, Macklemore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was Nipsey, Mac, and then I think it was Cardi B actually won. But there was like three other ones that were okay. Yeah. Also April 6th, the, the album America by 30 Seconds to Mars. 
I didn't listen to that one. I was out by then. I think I listened to it. Okay. And much like the reviews I saw on the website where I look up releases, mm-hmm. not good. Not yeah. good. The last one of theirs was the third one they put out that I listened to. This is War? The one with the lion on the tiger yeah. on the cover? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, oh, no, they came out with a next another one after that that they took fans' pictures and oh. put them on the cover, I think. I don't know anything about Or was that. that the same one? I have no idea. But I, I dropped off after the third one for sure. Oh, I, I did as well, and I rejoined for this one and then quickly said, they okay. They were like, nope, never mind. I'm all right. I don't need I this. Was, I think I like the single. I'm good. I think I like the single. I think that's why. Okay. I Maybe I didn't even listen to the record, but I like oh. the single that came all right. out. Also, April 6th, we have The Wonder Years with Sister Cities. Yeah, buddy, that's where I was at. Okay. I love that record. There's a track on there that hits me in the feelings every time, and I can't help but cry when I listen to it. Okay. It it reminds me of my friend, uh, Nate, my friend who passed away. Big kryptonite record for you, because you can't can't defeat it. It keeps getting you. Yeah, that's that song. There's, There's a few songs that do that to me. There's a song off that record that does it and then there's a song by newfound glory that hits me real real hard all, all downhill from here right <laughs> no also on april 6th under oath put out erase me i was off by then oh i don't I'm know this sure. record i don't all. know it i i don't even know the title i listened to their newest one that came out last year this year voyeurist or voyeurism oh yeah the voyeurist like yeah i think that's i listened to that called. i didn't listen to that either it was fine it was yeah. fine it's under oath. You know what you're getting. Basically. Yeah. Also out on April 6th, we have The Deconstruction by Eels. The Deconstruction by by the Eels. What was what's the cover on that one? Um, Why don't I remember the title? Pink lines, maybe? It's like flowers. It's like a bouquet on the cover. No, it's like a matchstick. No, it's with a matchstick with it. flowers. Yeah. I hardly remember it. Okay. Eels, I, I really do love Eels. Uh, they put on a great show. Mark Oliver Everett is a fascinating person, but after maybe after their fourth record, I kind of fell off a bit. Okay. But I still, I still go back and every single time they put out a new record, I check it out. Uh And like, I get kind of slightly disappointed. (laughs) It's a bummer. I think they're on the list for you, but like their second record. There's one Eel song. I know. I don't know which one it is though. There's definitely one. I know. Oh, I wonder. They is it Novocaine I, for the Soul? No, I couldn't tell you for a million dollars unless I heard the song. First record. That'd be the only th- the only way I would know is if I heard the song. Moving on to April thirteenth, we have John Prime with the Tree of Forgiveness. Good old John Prime. I know you're I John. Know, Prime I don't guy. know that one though. Yeah, this has to I'm, be like I'm a late, old... right? Like when did he pass? It had to be like 2018. Feels feels like, really that that like, almost feels posthumous or like right before. Yeah, he died in 2020. Okay, so we had two years. So it, yeah, it's still a late record for him, yeah. though. Also on April 13th, we have The Damned with Evil Spirits. The Damned? Yeah. Like The Damned, The Damned. Yes. Wow, putting on a record in 2018. That 2018. is insane. Evil Spirits. Wow, I didn't even know that they... <laughs> I, I didn't know they put out records. I didn't, like I didn't look to records. see if it was like a compilation record or a best of or anything. Wow. I have no idea, but it, they put it out. It's that's out. wild. I kind of want to check it out now. Listen to a 2018 damned record just to see what it would be like on April 20th. We have J Cole with KOD. Oh yeah. Okay. That was, I, that might've been nominated as well. I think that was a, that was a big one. Yeah. It might, you know what? That might've been one of the nominations 
that I was thinking. I'm, of I'm trying to think. I mean, I only have anything. I'm, I only saw what came out in April, but I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm trying to think of rather even the the charts that we'll get to. Right. You know, who knows? Yeah. There's one on there that probably was nominated. Um, <laughs> moving on to still April 20th, a perfect circle. Your favorite guy, eat oh. the elephant. I didn't even know that was a record. That's the record with like the guy on the front, like holding the the guts. Nope. You really never saw that cover, dog. I stopped listening to Perfect Circle. I didn't two records. Do it, but I know the cover. I saw the. Cover. I don't. I stopped paying attention. Let it's me. It's your say. favorite guy, though. That's your no. musical hero. I do, I don't work for Loudwire. You have a full back piece of <laughs> James. James just <laughs> no. his, just his his face on the whole back. Oh Jesus. That would be wild. That would be a crazy move. Speaking of crazy moves, Scott, I didn't know this was a thing. And if you did, I'm going to be mad. Okay. You never told me this was a thing. Oh, wow. Okay. On April 20th, we have the record 44 slash 876 by the group Sting and Shaggy. I did know about that. Scott, you've never told <laughs> that... me about Sting and Shaggy putting a record out? That won a Grammy. That won oh. a Grammy for best. Uh, it was best reggae album. And they beat out. They beat out Bob Marley's son. Oh man! Which, on that Damien? record, or Ziggy? I I think it was I think it was Damien. I can't remember. Is Damien his grandson? Or are they both know. his sons? They might both be his sons. Damien's not had, Ziggy's son, or Ziggy's not Damien's son. I think he had a lot of kids. Okay, but yeah, that I do. I I never listened to it, but I did know it was a thing, and it I'm. 100% sure won the Grammy because I'm I tempted to quit the show right now because there's <laughs> been a Sting and Shaggy record out there that you know about and you never told me. I'm sorry. The cover is them like sitting on pedal bikes or like yeah. mopeds. It's insane. It's, uh, yeah, I think they're on Vespas against like a brick wall or something it's like insane. that. It's insane. Why yeah. is who whose idea was that? No idea. Like I'm, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine Sting reaching out to Shaggy, and I can't imagine Sting caring if Shaggy reaches out to him. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. It's fucking insane. It's so crazy. Also on April 20th, got two left here. Pennywise, but I'll never going to die. You into that one? I got to look at the cover because there was one record that Pennywise put out with a different singer. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. That I was not a fan of. Oh, no, that was the newest one. Yeah, the newest one. That was fantastic. I really liked that. That was on my... uh Year Endless? Was on my, yeah, my Year Endless. Yeah. All right. Super good. I was super stoked. Yeah, really, really good. Because I think I think the record before this called Yesterdays might have been the first one with Jim back, and it felt kind of weird. Okay. But this one, Never Gonna Die, they fell right back into being the good old Pennywise that we all know and love, and it was <laughs> fantastic. All right. Loved it. Final one I have here came out the same day as Dirty Computer. Came out my birthday, April 27th. Here we go. Another birthday record. Post Malone, beer bongs and Bentleys. I like it. I I wasn't into it at the time. Twenty One Savage. I was. That's that huge hit, rock star man. That's yeah, that I huge know. Huge hit. I've I been think... popping pills. Yeah, what a great fucking. God damn it! Do I love Twenty One Savage? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get into Post Malone until the next record. But you went backwards to this. But I went backwards to it, and I like it. I like everything that guy does, just because I like that guy. Yeah. Like, he's just every single interview I've ever seen of him. Just the nicest, most polite dude. I just, I want for nothing to be more true than for us to never have to put our foot in our mouth about that. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Like, <laughs> I don't want another situation that we can't talk about. 
to happen. But man, he he seems like just the coolest guy to hang out with. So let's move on to the Billboard charts. What do you want first, Scott? You want the 200? You want the Hot 100? Let's do the Hot 100. Hot 100 first. Here we go. We'll do the songs first. At number five. Yeah. We have The Middle by Zed, Marine Morris, and Gray. Okay. Nope. I, could, I, was, I couldn't tell you. I was really hoping you were going to say it was Jimmy World charting in 2018 with a song from 2004. <laughs> nope. Couldn't tell you what this song is from Million No dollars. idea. At number four, we have Psycho, Post Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, that has to be off of Bill, uh, yep. Beer Bongs and Bentleys, yeah. Next at number three, we have Meant to Be by Bebe Rexa and Florida Georgia Line. That's a weird combination. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's weird. Really, really strange. It is. So 2018, Scott, number two and one, same artist. Hey, there we go. You have Sting a guess? and Shaggy. Oh, my God. Do you, have a, <laughs> do you have a guess? I have no clue. 2018. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Taylor Swift. The other one. The other one. The other one that's absolutely destroying charts. Right now? In 2018. Now. Oh. It doesn't matter. Oh, is it Drake? It's Drake. Yeah. Number two is God's Plan. Number one is Nice for What? I've heard God's Plan is a good track. Uh, fun fact. I'm just gonna. Pass it. I don't have a. I don't have a. Uh, I know I probably listened to it, but I don't remember it, so I don't have a, an opinion on it. Gotcha. At number six is a Drake feature. Oh wow! So it's Look Alive, Blockboy JB featuring Drake. I like that song. It's kind okay. of a heavier, more like harder song. Hard. Yeah. Uh, at number eight, Little Dicky featuring Chris Brown, Freaky Friday. I didn't like that track. That's when they switched bodies. I know. And that was really <laughs> weird. I think that's why I didn't like that track because it was really it with, seemed it seemed like it should be more problematic than it was. Well, without the video, yeah, I think it might be problematic. If you watch the video, the video was hilarious. That's one of the things I think Dicky really helps himself when he makes videos. When like he makes videos, yeah. yeah. Did you see the one with Brain? Oh, the yeah, the the world one about the the earth and dinosaurs that one no no there's another one i think it was the closer off his record i can't remember the name of the song but he has a feature from brain and it's his brain yeah talking to a girl that dicky like had sex with and dude it was yeah i think that's the earth one that's that's the one about the earth i think no do you fuck with the war yeah, in the video, the brain walks into the bedroom. Yeah, that's not about the Earth, though. There's I'm not talking about Earth the Leonardo one. DiCaprio one about the Earth, but he like starts talking about the universe and the Earth and the world. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, okay. in the song, I think we're thinking about the same song. I think we are. But in another... the in the video, his brain walks into the video yeah, while they're in hilarious. bed, and she's like, "Do I should I get a taxi?" And he, yes, yeah, yeah, that's the one. We're yeah. talking about the same thing. We're okay, yeah, we are. But there was another video that Little Dicky did that. Was like trying to get everybody to come together for the good of the earth. Or that was something. one of Leonardo DiCaprio, I believe. Okay. That's when he was hanging out at Leonardo DiCaprio's house. So weird. That is wild. It's a wild duo. So weird. I didn't get the longest one because somebody may have put off their notes for too long. <laughs> it's all good. But I'll just do another fun fact. 17 and 18, sure. same same artist on 17 and 18 on the Hot 100. We have The okay. Weekend with Pray For Me oh. featuring Kendrick Lamar and Call Out My Name. Okay. And then 2018, just, I wasn't into the weekend yet. And let's just go down to see what slipped in, Scott. What's number one? What just happened to make it? Hardaway by Derez Deshaun. But I have no idea. Nope. No idea. Nope. So let's no move clue. on to the 200. The let's do it. 200. Oh, by the way, this is the week of April 28th, I believe. April 28th, 2018. Birthday week. Birthday week. At number five, we have The Tree of Forgiveness, John Prime. 
There we go. John Records. John Prime. There he is. Two years before his death. Hey. At number four, the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Love it. As a a family, we can sing along to every single song. We love that movie. We love the soundtrack. We watched the movie one day, and that same day, we were like, I got to go to Best Buy. I got (laughs) to, like, we got to get this soundtrack to listen to in the car. And we rushed to get it. I think Tara and I saw it in theaters Christmas Day. That's when it oh, wow. that's when it premiered in theaters. So I think we saw that's Christmas cool. Day in theaters. Man, Hugh Jackman, man. He's he's could do it all. He is amazing. Much, much like Janelle Monet, a bon vivant, <laughs> just a master right. of everything. Could do whatever they want. Right. Speaking of things your whole family could sing together, we have the record Ember by the band Breaking Benjamin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching it. At number two, we have Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. Mm. Only I got, knocked, I got some feelings. Only knocked out of its top spot by well, another Drake. Uh, hor- no, horrible human being. Oh, great. Uh, R. Um, Kelly. Jason Aldean. Oh. With Rear View Town. Mm. So knocked out of the top by Jason Aldean with Rear yeah. View Town. He's 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 come into some some trouble recently. Uh, might not be reason when they, this is out, unless it has. <laughs> uh, maybe it's gotten worse. <laughs> gotten worse. Yeah, there's a possibility that it did. Yeah. So now we're back around full circle. So here we are. Dirty Computer, third studio album by Janelle Monet. Yeah. Released April 27th, 2018. It is a departure from the more psychedelic sounds of her earlier work. Dirty Computer is a pop, funk, hip hop, R&B, and neo soul record. Yeah. Featuring elements of electropop, space rock, pop rock, Min- Minneapolis soul, trap, future pop, new wave, synth pop, and Latin music. My head is spinning. Four singles, Make Me Feel, Django Jane, Pink, and I Like That, were chosen to promote the album. Its release was accompanied by a 46-minute narrative film of the same name. Whoa. Did you watch it? I, I didn't know about it until I did these research. Okay, I didn't know if you watched it or not. I did not. I I probably knew, I actually last time I listened to it, I probably knew it, but then I just never looked for it. Never okay. found it. Yeah. I don't know. The album received universal critical acclaim upon its release, and it was included in the top three of seven publications' best albums of 2018, and received two nominations at the 61st Annual Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year. Oh, it wow. debuted at number six on the Billboard 200 and was further promoted by Monet's Dirty Computer Tour. Okay. So we have her first record where she's not doing an alter ego. She's not, it's not a concept record. This doesn't, yeah, this doesn't tie into her. It's not, it has nothing to do with Metropolis. Yeah, Metropolis thing. It's just her doing it. And it is 14 tracks. Doing it's right. Jesus. 14 <laughs> tracks, 48 minutes, 47 seconds. Scott, do you have an overall idea? You want to just dive into the first track? We can just dive in. My overall, we can save till the end. Okay. Well, first track, the opener, Dirty Computer featuring, how wild was this for you? This was really weird. Featuring Brian Wilson. Now that you've given me some background and shown me how worldly Janelle Monae is, (laughs) it kind of makes more sense that Brian Wilson's a feature on this did it feel like a record plant the first time you but i was like who is featuring brian (laughs) wilson in 2018 yeah something i was like something's weird about this there's another beach boy on the record somewhere too is there yeah matt jardine okay yes best known for his work as a vocalist and percussionist for the beach boys yeah weird 
He's the son of original Beach Boy Al Jardine. I didn't know the Beach Boys were doing this dynasty thing. I didn't know that either. I'm kind of involved. (laughs) When are we getting Stamos's kids? I was going to say, yeah, right. (laughs) All right, sorry. Song of Brian Wilson. Uh, This feels like a very geek centric love song. Her voice is fantastic. And I'm assuming the Brian Wilson feature is the background vocals. It's a sweet little opener. I I like that you liked her voice because that. Her Much like is, me with yeah. a lot of sounds, the voice can either pull me in immediately oh, yeah, or deter me immediately. I'm with you. And your history, although you've improved with female vocalists, I was I was like, I, I need to catch him. If it doesn't catch him, it's done. It's right. dead in the water. Yeah. Dead in the water. The, if if we had Christina Aguilera coming out, <laughs> just it, was, it was going to be yeah. run into the ceiling. <laughs> it was going to be rough. But no, her voice is beautiful. She has a great voice. So moving on to track two, Crazy Classic Life. Oh, man. Jumping straight into sexy time on this one. <laughs> yeah, we are. Only for a minute, though. I love the line, I just want to find a god, and I hope that she loves me too. I really like that sentiment. It, it's like just a super profound statement that I really appreciated. Very dancey track, but I kind of dig it a lot. Okay. Uh, she really has a great voice. Dot, dot, dot. Wait, dot, dot, dot. She's throwing bars out there? <laughs> Damn. You weren't expecting it. I wasn't. I I think last episode you said that she was a rapper. Yeah. I, I just I didn't you. expect it. <laughs> and then she just started spitting. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, okay. Here we go. Go, girl. Get it. Uh, before his death, Prince helped with his record. That will come into play in a future track. Prince Prince featured on her prior record. Did he? Yeah. And then before his death, he had some like production work and he was working with the record. I don't think maybe what he was working on didn't make it or something because I don't think he's credited. Maybe oh. he was just like a she was bouncing stuff off him. Like, I don't know. There is a very Prince sounding track on this record that maybe, like, I was like, damn, maybe it is. But like, like, I thought she was just, there's no for Prince. That's a possibility, but biting from him knowingly probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that, uh, she has some history with him. Yeah. That makes, that makes that track feel better. <laughs> you, you didn't like it. It, it was, it didn't feel no, good. I, you thought he was stealing it. I loved it, but I was like, Ooh, this is, this feels dirty. Well, we'll get there when we get there. So let's move on to track three. Take a bite. Yeah. B-Y-T-E. Yeah, B-Y-T-E. Uh, seamless transition. I love it. Is this whole record nerd culture love songs? Because <laughs> it sure felt like it at this point. Dirty computer. I know. It's fantastic. The piano in the background is doing some really fantastic things. Honestly, all of the instrumentation has been pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Moving on to the longest track on the record, track four, <laughs> Jane's Dream, whole 18 seconds. Yeah, super quick instrumental transition between two songs. Not much to say. Okay. Moving on to track five, featuring actress in her own right and daughter of Lenny, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, that relationship. I'm not a Lenny Kravitz fan. I don't like him at all. I... Unless he's in The Hunger Games. That when he what's American Woman's a cover, right? He covers. Yes, it's a cover. It's a guess who cover. I, I love his cover, though. And. I liked when I saw his crank pop out of those leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
it, nobody like that. Well, no, not nobody. It's just I'm like sure all of it, like him bending down and like jamming and then his pants split and the, his crank hangs out. I think he had a crank ring on. Oh, man. I this don't, is, I don't this is an explicit episode. Yeah, it is. And we're talking about his daughter. I don't know why I'm talking about her dad's crank. Screw featuring yeah. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. A very feminist forward track about wanting to get some uh, while realizing that the world is a messed up place. Yes. <laughs> really weird combination there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, I didn't know Zoe Kravitz was a singer. The bridge kind of re- reminded me of something Madonna would do. That little like talking yeah. break that, sh- that she does. That, that spoken word kind of feeling thing mm-hmm. that Madonna did. A bunch of. Yeah. A bunch of. <laughs> yes. More bars at the end. Not bad, but I'm not sure it was necessary. With okay. the rapping at the end, it just okay. felt like it was because it on. didn't, yeah, and it didn't like add much to the song. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, I don't want to say they weren't technical, but they weren't like super impressive. But I like that she can rap. Okay. It adds another dimension to the record. Like you're yeah. not just in one world the whole time. And I get that. But with that song in particular, you didn't need I it. I don't think you needed the extra, the extra bit. All right. Moving on to track six Django Jane. Especially when we're followed up by Django Jane, mm-hmm. because this is just her rapping. God damn, do I love this song? Yeah, she really knows how to make one track flow into the other. Yeah, the 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 seem like it's almost seamless sometimes between the the tracks. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that that gets to me a little later. Okay, <laughs> really stellar production shining through. Man, these bars are hot. I like this a lot. I apparently started rhyming while I was writing down notes. Yeah, you were into it. You uh, couldn't handle it. <laughs> I think Janelle has something really special going on. I don't know if I'm all the way in for it, but she's pretty impressive. But you can recognize it. Oh, for sure. Like if it's not something even 100% you're into, you're like, yeah. I, this is this is pretty great. Exactly. And that's that. That's where I'm at at this point because hers, her just ability to it lends itself into she wanted to do a graphic novel. She mm-hmm. wanted to do a, a Broadway musical. Like she has a ton of ambition. Yeah. And you can see it just in singular tracks, mm-hmm. how she's just trying to do everything. Yeah. I guarantee you this is the hook on this record. Like, mm. this, like I was listening to this record, maybe not quite all the way in or paying attention. Sure. Django Jane hits and I like, like, Wait snap a to attention. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And that made me listen to it more and go back and like the whole thing. And man, this is a special record for me. Oh, yeah. Weirdly, though, it's one of those that I never like ventured. I I think I listened to Electric Lady, but I never went the whole. Also, I didn't know Electric Lady was part of the Metropolis series. I knew Arch Android. I think I listened to Arch Android, too, but I didn't know that they were these concepts. I took them for, like, face value, like, what they're presenting to me. Right. Into them. You didn't know you had to go back to the first EP. Yes. And I don't... And I... Maybe if I dig into them more, I get into them. But I know I listen to them, and I like them well enough. But for some reason, Dirty Computer... It makes sense now why it was. It's more because accessible. it's it's its own, it's yeah. its own thing. Yeah. You can just listen to it. You don't need to. You don't need to read three books that Janelle Monae wrote. Yeah, you don't need to know about her Android alter <laughs> ego. Moving on to track seven, Pink with a Y, <laughs> yeah, featuring Grimes. Who is she still married to? Elon I was say, Musk. I th- I think they got divorced. Okay, well, at one point they were together. Yeah, way. really weird. Too. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> yes. Uh, really dancey. Not sure if I can rock this one in the car. 
even when I'm getting lost in the dark. But that guitar during the during the chorus is pretty amazing. Parts of this record kind of make me feel uncomfortable and make me wonder if I'm just super prude when it comes to music. There's probably a little of that. I've mentioned it previously in records you've given me. Yeah. Uh, Rick Ross and Stove God. Mm-hmm. The super sexy, sexy time stuff yes. in music just makes me feel weird. So like all of Prince's discography makes you feel weird. Not all of it. Oh, you, you got one song. You got Party Like It's 1999. <laughs> 1999 is got. pretty solid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I feel weird. Okay, that's that's fine. You can feel however you want. It's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel really weird saying that because, I, I mean, music is just an expression of emotions. Yeah. But like, I guess sexy time to me is more private. <laughs> I was uh I saw a clip the other day of King of the Hill mm. where Hank is leaving Peggy at the airport yeah. and she like leans in to kiss him and he says, Peggy, we're at the airport. And he puts <laughs> his hand out and they shake hands. <laughs> and then when she turns around, he like puts his hand on her shoulder and then she like looks back at him and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that, that that's it. it. It was amazing. That's how I say goodbye to Emily whenever I see her at work or something. All right, Emily. Yeah. Have, have, you have your hand out. You guys shake hands and <laughs> right. part your separate ways. Yeah. Have a, have a good day, lady. Speaking of making you feel, yeah. let's move on to track eight, Make Me Feel. This is a wild instrumental to work over. I'm getting some big Prince vibes off this one, especially when that clean guitar kicks in. And the chorus goes, this is man. I Like I said, I'm glad she has a history with Prince. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this, this would feel off. really, really wrong. It was confirmed by Monet after Make Me Feel was released that Prince, with whom she collaborated on her preceding album, had worked on the single. That's good. As well as the entire album before his death in 2016. Wow. This was confirmed and after listeners noticed similarities between the singer's sound and the late musician's work. No, Monet you stated, don't say. Monet <laughs> stated in a BBC Radio 1 interview, quote, Prince was actually working on the album with me before he passed on to another frequency and helped me come up with some of these sounds. And I really miss him. You know, it's hard for me to talk about him, but I do miss him and his spirit will never leave me. The synth groove and make me feel reported to be written by Prince was played at one of his parties years prior to its inclusion as the single. Oh, wow. As confirmed by his DJ. Oh, cool. Lenka Paris. Lenka Paris. Monet has been exploring the themes presented Dirty Computer for a decade before its production, but noted that earlier it felt safer to package herself in metaphors. The sanitized Android version of her felt more acceptable and more accepted than her true self. The public, she explained, doesn't really know Janelle Monet, and I feel like I didn't really have to be her because they were fine with Cindy. Monet considers Dirty Computer to be an homage to the women and the spectrum of sexual identities. The album's 14 tracks can be grouped into three loose categories, reckoning, celebration, and reclamation. Mm. The first deals with Monet's recognition of how she is viewed by society. The middle explores her acceptance of the cards she has been dealt and the closing tracks with her reclamation and redefinition of American identity. Overall, the album is more Monet's attempt to, quote, step into a more authentic self. Gotcha. Okay. So moving on from the Prince track, we move on to another musical legend. We move on to track nine. I got the juice featuring Pharrell. Yeah. Usually I'm all for some seamless transitions, 
But I think because there's so many on this record, I need a break between songs <laughs> to give me a rest point for a second. Yeah. That, because that, yeah, you're not wrong. All these tracks, like I, we've said it on so many episodes, the seamless transitions from track to track. I love it. Mm-hmm. Except when it's seven tracks in a row. <laughs> and it feels like and one I'm just long like, track. Whoa. Yeah. I just get tired. Because you're, you're trying to digest it all together. Yeah. You're not separating them. It's just, oh, another one added onto that. Oh, okay. Another yeah. oh, okay. We're still going. And then it's like also because they sound so different. Mm-hmm. But it I I don't know. I I got lost. <laughs> I also think this song may be suffering from make me feel being so good. Okay. Uh however, I have to give I have to give it up to Pharrell for dropping ween into his verse. <laughs> you love it. Man, that's odd. like that's just another like geek culture reference mm-hmm. for for me at least. I don't know if ween is geek culture for everybody, but when I was at my nerdiest geekiest state in like eighth ninth grade my friends and i were listening to ween what's what's the big ween song teenage dirtbag no that's that's weedus okay what's ween's big hit they don't have one there has to be one what were they pushing pushing up the daisy you remember pharrell was big in skate culture so maybe like that's where he picked up ween it could be (laughs) push a little daisies might Okay, it's gonna be one of those situations where I won't know it unless I hear it anyway. So don't even worry. Yeah, uh, you probably haven't heard it. Okay, but it's on a record that I have been struggling with the right time to give to you because it is a wild ride of a record. <laughs> okay, one of these days you'll get it. All right, but it's it it's it's wild. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to track ten. I like that. Oh man, I'm feeling this one. Love the TLC love in it in the pre-chorus. I like this track a lot. Not much to really say, but this one is top three material for sure. I just vibe with it. All right. Good shit. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna dig into that one too much. Moving on <laughs> right. to track eleven. Don't judge me. I really like the intro to this track. The strings and the ocean waves set a beachy vibe, but it doesn't feel like the rest of the track matches up to it. I don't know. This one was hard for me to get into for some reason. It also feels kind of long. It also might be suffering from me liking I Like That. I mean, it is also the longest track on the record by about a minute. Oh, okay. Then maybe that. Yes. There's a lot of kind of like waves in this Mm -hmm. record for me because we get Make Me Feel, which is an amazing track. And then I Got the Juice was just meh. And then we get back up into I Like That, which I loved. And then down to Don't Judge Me. Like it's, there's, two songs suffering from the songs previous being so good for me. Fun fact that you might enjoy on tracks Mm. nine and 10. Yeah. The third wave ska band, the skunks performed backup vocals. Oh, interesting. Third wave ska band. I don't know the skunks, but third wave ska. I don't know what wave that is. (laughs) Couldn't tell you either. Yeah, I had no idea. So moving on to track 12, Stevie's dreams. Kind of a quick little interlude. Uh, Just a clip of Stevie Wonder talking about love. Yep. Moving on to track 13, So Afraid. Kind of a more subdued track here to begin with. I like the big buildup to the end and then the nice cool down. 
I don't know if I have a grasp on this record or on who Janelle Monet is right now. It's a really weird feeling being just kind of like confounded by a record. I think that feeling is what she was like expressing too. Yeah. She's like you're, you can't pinpoint me cause I'm not one thing. Yeah. And after you giving me the notes on that, like I feel more like comfortable succeeded. being uncomfortable with yeah. the record. Yeah. She's like, this is who I am. It's the real me. I'm not, in this definition of one thing that you, yeah. you're trying to create. Right. I'm moving on to the closer track 14 Americans. Oh, wow. She's really going in on this one. And I love it. This track is a banger. What a way to finish off this record. I really like this one a lot, even though it, well, it's like satirical, mm-hmm. but she's, she's really pinpointing some shit that yeah. some people are <laughs> feeling and are all about. It's, yeah. it's yeah wow and this is the closest to punk rock that janelle monet has gotten <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah very a very definitive closer like you you that's a choice to close yeah. the record with that song oh yeah like when she wrote this she was like this is the end of it mm-hmm. i don't know how many other tracks i have to write in between but this is the end yeah, this is the closer yeah all right scott so we went through it we yeah, went we through did. janelle monet's dirty computer yeah. So what are your top three? Top three. Uh, number three, I like that. Okay. Number two, Americans. Yeah. And number one, Make Me Feel. Okay. Django Jane didn't jump in there, huh? Wow. It, it w- like It'd be number four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's good because that means you're not like falling back on the rapping. Right. That you enjoyed her singing. Like that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Django Jane's my number one. It's what hooked me into this record. I can't. It's a super good track. She's like her flows were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Her pen game was amazing. Americans Um, is probably my number two. Yeah. I love that song. And then, man, I like the ones that are super poppy. Like I got the juice is great. Screwed is super poppy. Crazy classic life is super poppy. Mm -hmm. Basically any of those you can throw in my three. Make me feel is very poppy, but very down to earth also. yeah, I love that song. I, I, I like it. this record a lot. I yeah. this this was a wild card to throw to you. Like we mm-hmm. never even mentioned it. We've never mentioned Janelle Monet. No, but it just it happened. Yeah. Um. We we don't really talk about album covers much, but I love this album cover. I, it's really pretty. It's it's so, just pretty looking. It's so beautiful, and I think the record is beautiful also. But mm. it has so many different dimensions of beauty. There's so much. It's a multifaceted diamond. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, Scott, do you think if I brought this to you in our first year, you have a different, Oof, a different look be... at this? That's a hard, I mean, it's a hard thing to judge, but uh, I, because we're both way more open with what oh, we're listening for sure. to. I would have had an even harder time wrapping my head around it. Yeah. Uh, and I probably wouldn't have liked my time with it. Okay. Well, that I'm being, being said, I guess yeah. I'll ask the question. Sure. Scott, Dirty Computer, Janelle Monet, Throne, Own, Phone, or Grow. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Okay. O- only to preface it by saying I- I'll phone it. Okay. Only because I don't see myself spinning it. Yeah. Because there's so much sexy time in it. And <laughs> physically putting it on and then spinning it. Like, just, I feel like. I feel like you'd have to wait. Like, you'd have to buy it and then put it on the shelf for five years until Lucas is away in college. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 or or wait till he's at band camp and be like, okay, he's yeah, gone. And then, and then your Emily's wife comes at home. work. 
Emily's at work. I start spinning it. She comes home. She pulls in the garage. I rip it off. And like, I wasn't doing anything. Swear to God. You put ACDC on. You're like, what's <laughs> up? What? What's going on? Right. I don't know what. What? Listen to some tunes. It's like the musical equivalent to watching porn. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, whoa, hey. hey. Nothing, nothing's going on, nothing. Hey. I mean, that, but yeah, the same thing, if you put this record on, the same thing would happen that when I watch something on TV or mm. like when you were a kid and you would be watching a movie, the only time your parents, your significant other walks through the room is when there's a fucking sex but scene. It's happening. always, always when there's a sex scene going it's on. It's like, I swear this hasn't been the whole movie. <laughs> but also like- when you think like if if your son's watching something, you walk through the room and there's a sex scene on, your head's not thinking like, oh, he's watching porn. No. So like, what? Like, what, what are, are you? What are you watching? What, are you, what are we ashamed of? Because no, like, know. clearly everybody in the scenario knows you're not in the living room watching a pornography. <laughs> you're not in the living room with a full full on porno on. Right. And then, oh, dad's here. Better put my crank away. <laughs> no, it's not how things happen. No, but, but I will it, take it, a phone. Yeah, I it's a strong phone. Like I, I will listen to it more. And actually, I want to go back and listen to her concept stuff. Like I'd like to listen to the Metropolis project that she started or that All she did. It. I'm I'll try that first EP and see where it goes. Okay, but yeah, I think she's super talented. She she seems amazing. And I also urge you to go watch Hidden Figures and Moonlight. I do. I I do want to watch those. So this wasn't the only thing you were listening to this, Scott. No. What's your record of the week? Well, you mentioned it earlier. We oh, decided God. to start our own okay, yeah. our own second list. Uh, we decided to listen to 20th anniversary records. Mm-hmm. Uh, we realized there's a record from 2003 that we both really love. Uh, so Long Astoria by the Ataris. It's not my record of the week, but I wanted to mention it because that's what brought it on. And then we both like started looking through a list of records that were out in 2003. And we're like, holy cow, there's so many good ones. There's a lot. And so we decided to take turns every day, giving each other one. Uh, And the first record you gave me from 2003. Yes. Past the flask from the blood. (laughs) Yeah. I never listened to. Yeah. And all I, all I remembered you and I took a little different approaches at the list. Yeah, because there like there's a bunch of things that I skipped that I was like, oh, Scott will probably bring that. Scott will probably say that one. <laughs> so right. like, there's, there's a lot that I skipped, and most yeah. of mine are either things that I I remember liking, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Things I don't remember. Oh, but I have, no, I, have I some of those too. Yeah, and then there are a few that are too problematic to bring them on to a full episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. I mean, there could be, th- there would be a way to like if we did like a problematic draft, there would be a way Ooh. to do it. Like that would be wild. Like you, you can only choose canceled artists. <laughs> canceled <work>. artists. <laughs> like I'm getting a brand new record. I don't give a shit. Oh man, <laughs> that would be weird. I, like, that would be a weird, weird week. Yeah, it would be hard. It would be yeah. rough because we would just be researching like the worst of worst people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a lot of a lot of problematic stuff in O3 that we will be listening to some records and separately. So you people won't listen yeah, to not it. Not for the show. Cause I, we, first of all, we don't want to promote it. Nope. Not at all. And, but we also are proponents of separating art from artists. Trying to, at least trying to trying to. Yeah. 
But yeah, past the flask was oh, one man. that I remembered liking, and it delivered, man. Man, it surprised me completely, and I loved it. I went on a deep dive and started listening to all the blood stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I really, really liked it. So, have you listened to their whole discography? I think I only have four. Yeah, they only have four. Now, how was that fourth one? Because I know I never listened to the fourth. One. It was it was different. It was okay. the entire band changed except for the um, the vocalist. All right, and it it felt different. Okay. Like it. So, but it was still, it was still decent. It was a metalcore feeling record. All right. You know, but that first one, Pass the Flask, poof, that, that hit me hard and I loved it. And yeah, record of the week. Good shit. Yeah. So, my record of the week. Yeah, buddy. Man, I kind of want to pick a joke one because it's funny. Yeah. But mm, I won't. Maybe I will. Let's see. What do I got here? Let's look through this little list here. It's not going to be that there. I listened to a Bismarck key record from was it? Oh, three. Yeah. Yeah. From oh, three. Yeah. We and were talking about that. There is a whole song. Oh, no. Chinese food. Hey, where he's just doing a bad accent, a racist accent. Oh, no. And then he just starts shouting out random Asian people. <laughs> oh, my God. He just starts like Jackie Chan, Jet Lee. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, Biz. What is happening? Wow. It was wild. Man. That's not America of the Week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's go with the self-titled Bad Company record. Oh, Bad you, Company. You were messaging me about that, and that's one I have not listened to in it my time. It has the track Bad Company on Yeah, it sure does. One of my favorite things in music. It doesn't happen a lot. Nope, it you doesn't. You get to listen to, in this case, the track Bad Company. Yeah. By the band Bad Company. Yeah. On the album Bad Company. Yeah, exactly. I have a sticker on my turntable that it's because the uh the band God's Hate, who is led by Brody King, who's a wrestler, actually. It's fucking insane. Okay. But it's it, they have a track called God's Hate on the album God's Hate there by the band God's Hate. And yeah. the sticker says, I'd rather be listening to the song God's Hate by the band God's Hate on the album God's Hate. <laughs> and gotcha. those are the only two off offhand that i can i, I know it exists of, more but i'm sure it that. does i think it's a phenomenal record now i think it's almost a flawless record doesn't mm. mean it's a 10 but it's almost a flawless record you can put out a flawless record without it being a 10 without it being a 10 i'm yes. a staunch believer in that for sure like, there could be no flaws in it but eh, you didn't really you didn't, didn't quite really. nail it so bad company self-titled from 1974 there i only remember go. what year it was because i just did the instagram write-up <laughs> last night so is next week draft week? It is draft week next week. And, and it's spooky time draft week. Spooky time. Yeah, we're going from androids to demons. There nope, we that's go. That's Kiss. That's the Kiss. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness, not the demon. We're, no. we're going from androids to princes. No, because Prince was involved with the androids. Yeah, we're going from androids. Wow. I'm going to pull something here. We're going from androids, Prince of Darkness. It's hard to shorten Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, we're going from princes... No. To Oz, men. We're going from princes <laughs> to. We're drafting Ozzy Osbourne solo yeah, records. That's thank what you. we're doing. Thanks. Thank you for saving me there. <laughs> I was caught. In, I was caught in a loop. I couldn't get out of it. I could not get out of it. Yeah, we're drafting Ozzy's discography. Yeah. Which, in all honesty, I may have listened to two full records of Ozzy before this. I've listened to the majority. Yeah, not me. But there are a few blind spots I had when it came to Ozzy's discography. But we'll jump into that next week. I predict yeah. that there will be some hot takes thrown around. 
I at least one for me. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Well, I I have yeah. I have a loose basis for my list. Yeah, mine is basically set. I just have to revisit a couple, and then yeah. I haven't listened to the Lewis one yet. Patient number nine. That's where I'm at. I haven't listened to that one yet either. I'm kind of saving it for next week. I know your boy's on it. He was on the last one. Yeah, but he's on this one too. Like, or is no, he maybe on he this just, one too? Maybe he no. just used his producer. Maybe. Because I think that's what happened. I, I read a story that, and we'll, I guess we can talk about this next week, but we can. Ozzy yeah. was so like reinvigorated with working with Post Malone and yeah. like how the energy of the, the studio was with his producer that he just took his producer for the record. And basically, he's like, hey. Like he, he wasn't going to put another record out. And then yeah. he got so reinvigorated by Post Malone. He's like, I am going to do another record, I guess. That's awesome. Let that poor man retire. <laughs> like, let him retire. He doesn't need to be doing hey. whatever he's trying to let him. Let the man at the same time. Maybe that's old. what he's wanting to do, though. But if you can't physically do it, it's OK. Uh, he just doesn't want to tour. Who gives a shit about that? No, he does want to tour, oh, but his he? body won't allow it. Well, that's. Years Here's the thing: if you don't want to tour, if you don't want to tour, don't tour. But also, don't sign on for tours to then cancel because that's yeah, what people that's are getting bummer. mad about. That's what yeah. people are upset about. But also, don't be upset. The man's eighty. Let him. Yeah, live for him. real. Like he almost died like five times. For real. <laughs> the man snorted ants. Yeah. Was that, was that Molly Crew? No, that was Ozzy on a on a tour with Molly okay. Crew. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking lunatic! All right, so Ozzy draft next week. Yeah, buddy. I'm stoked. Follow us on Twitter at AWALPod. Follow us on Instagram at AWALPod. Join the Facebook group, link on the show notes. If you need to send us an email for whatever reason, are you listening.pod at gmo.com? <laughs> Listen to all the Joy Run Media podcasts. Scott, thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Listen to something new and listen to something you love. Homework. Yeah, homework. Are you listening? Are you listening? Here we go. Go, girl. Get it. The Beach Boys were doing this dynasty thing. When are we getting Stamos' kids in there? I don't know. I feel weird. It's like the musical equivalent to watching porn. I liked when I saw his crank pop out of those leather pants.